This is the Western Union Daily Briefing for Tuesday, July 17th. The dollar right now is uh, generally steady to weaker. I think all eyes at this point are really on Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke. He he's due to speak on Capitol Hill in less than an hour. Uh, so that has the dollar uh, generally on its back foot. Uh, this is because a lot of investors will be viewing this key testimony by the Fed chief to see whether or not uh, the central bank is leaning toward uh, doing anything additional to boost the economy. Although the uh, U.S. Central Bank in the latest minutes to their June meeting did suggest that officials were taking a bit of a more patient stance, uh, wanting to see more evidence of a slowing economy. Uh, but that's exactly what's happened since uh, the last Fed meeting in June. We've seen uh, manufacturing contract for the first time in years. Uh, the job market has remained weak. And uh, even consumer spending, uh, really the engine that drives the economy, has uh, now been in a three-month funk. So uh, those could be uh, reasons to uh, possibly change the Fed's uh, stance on doing more to boost the economy. So ahead of uh, the run-up to Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke's uh, 10 o'clock testimony, uh, the dollar is generally on its back foot. We had some uh, U.S. data out today. We saw that uh, consumer prices uh, were tame as expected. In fact, they were unchanged for the month of June. Uh, so anytime you see uh, tame price pressures or non-existent price pres pressures, uh, that is something that can uh, uh, give the Fed uh, some more leeway to consider additional policy steps. Uh, but for the time being, that's uh, really uh, taken a backseat to uh, Fed Chairman's, to Fed Chairman's uh, testimony, that, which is due out uh, in a little bit. But uh, for the single currency, it's uh, hovered above these recent two-year lows against the dollar. Uh, this is with the U.S. economy moving into the limelight. Uh, that has uh, helped uh, deflect uh, attention from uh, Europe's debt troubles. But uh, that's going to be tough to do. We did get a number out of Germany on and German investor confidence. Uh, that was down a third month running for the month of uh, July. That's, so that showed how uh, the debt crisis over there is continuing to bite at Europe's biggest economy. Uh, so I think once we get past uh, the the testimony by Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke this morning, uh, perhaps we could see the spotlight shift back on uh, European debt woes, and that would be a, certainly a case for a weaker or a softer single currency. The Japanese yen is uh, down now against most of its major rivals. Uh, it was a different case yesterday. We did see it rise to one-month highs against the dollar and to its strongest level in one-and-a-half months against the euro. But uh, its latest rise uh, yesterday has prompted Japanese authorities to again ramp up some of their jawboning, uh, warning investors that they could take action to rein in yen appreciation. Uh, keep in mind that uh, Japan is really sensitive to a strong currency. Uh, that is because uh, they depend on exports as a key source of growth. And, of course, a strong currency can uh, make Japanese goods uh, abroad uh, less competitive. The British pound has uh, come under a little bit of heat this morning as well. We saw some uh, lower than expected inflation numbers out of the UK. Uh, that was seen as giving uh, the central bank uh, more of a green light to keep loosening policy to help uh, dig the country out of recession. Uh, we did see that consumer prices in the UK slowed to a pace of 2.4% uh, last month. Uh, that was much slower than uh, the month before and actually the lowest level since uh, November of 2009. So uh, with inflation not a threat to the UK economy, uh, that suggests that we could see some more uh, policy easing steps by the UK central bank uh, down the road. So that is certainly a negative for a currency. But uh, in contrast to the weaker pound, we did see the Australian dollar rise to its highest level in almost two weeks. Uh, this is after the latest minutes to the Reserve Bank's uh, meeting earlier this month showed that officials saw no need to uh, cut rates uh, from 3.5%. Uh, this is following uh, some back-to-back -back rate cuts in May and June. 
So since the minutes uh, weren't as dovish as uh, some policymakers thought, uh, that has given the Aussie dollar a boost. But I think sooner or later, uh, we could see another rate cut by the Reserve Bank of Australia. Uh, that is because uh, China, uh, with their uh, marked slowdown, in fact, we did see Chinese growth at a three-year low for the second quarter. Uh, that suggests that we could see even slower demand for Australian exports uh, to China. So that has uh, investors thinking that we could see a rate cut again by the Reserve Bank uh, sometime later this year. The Kiwi dollar is also uh, on its back foot. So we did see uh, some weaker than expected inflation numbers out of uh, New Zealand. Uh, that did pressure the Kiwi dollar. In fact, uh, inflation slowed to its uh, lowest level in 13 years for the second quarter. Uh, so that suggested that any type of tightening bias for the Reserve Bank of New Zealand was on a distant horizon. Lastly, we did have a uh, central bank meeting uh, decision by Canada this morning. Uh, no surprise there overall. Uh, the bank did keep its key rate steady at 1%. And then in terms of uh, their forward guidance, uh, they did signal that uh, we could see an eventual rate increase uh, by the Canadian central bank, uh, given that its economy is on a fairly solid footing. In fact, uh, one of the things that can certainly limit the Canadian dollar's uh, downside going forward is the fact that uh, the Bank of Canada is the only G7 central bank that does have a tightening bias. So that certainly does distinguish it from its other counterparts, uh, other major counterparts that have really uh, have maintained an even looser bias for monetary policy. I'll get you an email on the raft of data that have uh, recently come out. So we did see that industrial production was up a little bit more than expected for the month of June. Uh, that is certainly good news. Uh, so I'll, I'll pass it along to you. But again, the main focus today is going to be on Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke's 10 a.m. testimony on Capitol Hill.